if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. This is why it's really important to be prepared for that. And instead of thinking, oh, I hope that nothing will go wrong, just be ready for when it does and know what to do. This is why I love live design so much. And this is why today I would like to continue talking to you about what live design is and how you can use it in your own life. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitrak, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. Hello, my favorite life designers. Welcome back to the Sparky Life podcast. We are back with our Life Design 101 series. But before we get started, just wanted to ask you, how are you holding up with this weather? Here in Houston, we haven't had rain for more than two months, and it's been 100 degrees pretty much daily for the last 10 weeks. We are here in the hurricane-prone region, right? And we haven't had any rain. And at the same time, if you are based in California, you definitely know that California just got hit by a tropical storm. And Los Angeles even had an earthquake at the same time. It's crazy. Something is really happening with the world. For example, Death Valley, one of my favorite national parks, for the second year in a row got annual dose of precipitation in a few hours. It is crazy. And here we are dealing with drought here in Texas. Some of you might be aware of my odyssey with air conditioning that kept breaking down several times throughout the summer. And guess what? It broke down again several days ago. And we even replaced it. It's a new unit and it has been working on and off constantly. And I feel like people who are supposed to fix it for us, those guys who installed it, they're screwing with us because they keep coming and they keep telling us, oh, this is the problem. And they fix it and it works for a couple of days and then it stops working again. And now we are in a position when we need to replace the furnace and do a ton of other things and break some walls in our house. But anyway, Right now, it's very hot in the house. It's probably 85 degrees. And my daughter is still not back to school. She's sitting downstairs. And hopefully, she will not distract me while I'm trying to record the podcast episode. And my husband is in the midst of switching jobs right now. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because my life is hectic. And it is busy. And it is very unpredictable. And I don't want you to think that my life is all sorted. And I think it is in the situations and in the times like these that it is extremely important for us to remember how to design our lives the way that works best for us. Because otherwise, we will be just thrown away by all these life circumstances, all these emergencies, all these things that will go wrong when we hope they will go right. Because what does that saying say? If anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. This is why it's really important to be prepared for that. And Instead of thinking, oh, I hope that nothing will go wrong, just be ready for when it does and know what to do. This is why I love live design so much. And this is why today I would like to continue talking to you about what live design is and how you can use it in your own life. In the previous few episodes, we covered what it is on a high level, and I gave you an overview. And then we talked about the six foundational principles of live design. and 
by the way, if you haven't listened to those episodes, I highly recommend that you do. Because today and in the next few episodes, we will be talking about the four key components of life design. How can you actually design your life? What does it actually mean? And let's see how far we can get in this episode. But I expect it's probably going to be maybe three or four episodes where we will be covering all the different components. And just to give you a heads up what those are, the first one, the one that we'll be talking about today is live domains. And we'll dive deep into what this is and why it's important. The other important ones are core values, what's important to you in life, then your personal strengths, those qualities, abilities of yours that help you perform at your best and feel at your best. And then the most interesting one, really, the goals, life goals, because we all set goals and there are many ways to set goals and there are some good ways and there are some not so good ways. So we'll definitely break it down and we'll define what is the right way to set goals and how it all plays together with other components of life design. But today, I would like to focus on life domains. What is life domain and why do we care? In short, life domain is an important part or aspect or area of your life. You can see them as parts of your life where you spend some time or maybe where you wish you were spending some time. Because you might realize as you go through some exercises that I will be touching on in today's episode, that some life domain is important to you, but you are actually not spending any time in this life domain right now, but you would love to. This is one of the insights that you might come up with as you continue listening. For now, to keep it simple, life domain is just an important area or aspect or part of your life. Examples of life domains can be your children, you being a parent, you being a spouse, dealing with your partner, life partner, work, whether it's your corporate job or business or both for some of us, right? Like for myself, it is your hobbies, it is your personal space, your fitness journey, your health. Maybe if you have an active political life, political life can also be your life domain. If you have a strong community, church community, then community might be part of your life and it can be one of your life domains. Friendships, maybe extended family, depending on your family situation. I would say you can probably come up with between five and 10 life domains. This is what the average number of important parts of our life is. And just to set the stage and to prevent some questions that you might be asking yourself, what is an important life domain and how do I define what is important and which one is more important than which? At this point, don't worry about what's more important than something else. Because I don't think it's fair for us to be asking ourselves a question of, is work more important to me than my family? It is just simply not fair because both are important. You would probably not be listening to this podcast right now if you didn't believe that both work and life, both work and family are important to you. And I don't want you to feel pressured to answer the question, which one is more important? I think what we need to agree upon is that both of them are equally important. So all these life domains that you can come up with, treat them as equally important. And if you feel like something deserves to be its own life domain, then it probably does. And if you feel like something doesn't, something is a, just a tiny little part of your life that is not very important, then you don't need to put it on the list. Keep it simple. Don't overthink it and 
Honestly, it's true for everything that you do when it comes to your personal development, self-discovery. Try not to overthink it because the goal of every exercise is not to sit and try to do it in the perfect way because there is no perfect way. The goal is for you to learn something new about yourself. So just think about it and come up with the list that will feel right to you. And why is it really important for us to know what our life domains are? Well, if you remember, there are four essentials of thriving in life. And these are balance, sustain, enjoy, and elevate. And I strongly believe that it is impossible to have all four without understanding your full holistic life landscape. And this is what life domains let you do. They let you create that full holistic picture of what your life looks like. Because we all want to be able to balance it all successfully. But how do you know how to balance it all if you don't even know what you're balancing to begin with, right? So the first step for us to learn how to balance it all is to understand what it is that we are balancing. This is exactly what life domains are. It gives you that set of areas of your life that you are balancing, that you are trying to balance. And once you know them, it becomes easier to balance them all. Also, it forces you to prioritize. Because if you remember, when we discussed one of the principles of life design, the principle of hot air balloon, your capacity is not unlimited. It is limited. So when you see that you have 10 different areas of life that you are dealing with, you are forced to prioritize at any particular point in time, not in general, because again, we see all of them as equally important. But at any point in time, you will pick one that you will focus on. And we'll come back to this in the future episodes to talk about focus and priorities. But as the first step, it is really important to understand what it is that we are dealing with. And when we know that there are all these different areas of our life, it helps us understand our real capacity because it's very easy for us to think that we can do everything, but it's not true, right? As we already discovered. And so when you start thinking about it in terms of, oh, I need to deal with something family related, but I also have some work tasks. I also have some fitness related tasks. I, I also need to go to the doctor's appointment and that hair appointment. It forces you to realize that you only have 24 hours in a day and eight of them you will ideally be sleeping. So you need to spend those hours wisely and you need to prioritize. Again, it's about prioritization. You need to prioritize your time and energy wisely to get the most important things done. Another advantage of knowing all of your different life domains is that it prevents you from overfixating on one particular part of your life. For example, we've all heard about Olympic athletes who have been training for the Olympics their whole life. And then if something happens, maybe they get hurt right before the Olympics and they miss the games, they can't go and participate in the Olympics, they feel like their life is over because there is nothing else in their life. All they have been having, all they have been doing for the past 10 years was leading them towards this Olympics. And now that it's over, their life is over. But this happens because they only focus on one particular life domain, which is preparation for the Olympics, their sports career. But once you start seeing that there are so many other areas of your life that are also important, 
you begin to realize that even when one of your areas is struggling, when you have challenges or issues at work, there are so many other things that are good in your life, that are worth being happy about, worth being recognized and appreciated. It makes it much easier for you to find and create positive experiences for yourself, which, as we discussed in the previous episodes, is essential for you to elevate your life. And once you know all your areas of life that you are dealing with, it is easier for you to discover what those good things are that are happening in your life. It helps you recharge. Again, if something makes you stressed, if you are dealing with some issue at work and it stresses you out so much, you know that there are still hobbies that you enjoy that recharge you, that can help you regain that energy back so that tomorrow when you go back to work, you feel relaxed, you feel energized. So this is why it's important. And this is why knowing your life domains helps you both enjoy your life and make it sustainable by not overfixating on one particular part of your life. And last but not least, when we talk about elevating our lives, knowing all of our life domains creates variety. It gives us this whole range of options to elevate at any particular point in time. When we discuss goals, we'll find out that the best way to set goals is for each particular life domain. And then if you have 10 life domains and you have created 10 goals for yourself, at any point in time, you can pick any of those 10. It doesn't have to be all 10. And honestly, it shouldn't ever be all 10 at the same time. You can pick one and you can choose whatever you feel like working on today. Pick this one. So it creates more variety, it, it gives you more options, and it allows you to kickstart and then continue that ripple effect that we also discussed. So all in all, knowing your holistic life picture, knowing your life landscape, understanding all of your life domains is really important in life design. And this is why it's one of the key components, and this is why we dedicate a lot of time within Bravery 10X to working with this. and. We have tools, we have life maps, which help you visualize what your life looks like. And I'll describe in a second one of the exercises that we do within Bravery 10X. But we pretty much come back to our life maps and our life domains weekly because it is so, so, so important. So how can you take that information? What can you do with it? And how you can make it actionable? How can we turn it into something practical, right? There is an exercise that I love and that is one of the key ingredients in Bravery 10X. And it is called the Wheel of Life. It's very simple. You pretty much draw a circle and it represents your whole life. And then you divide it into slices. It's like a pie chart. The whole pie is your whole life. And then each slice represents each of your life domains. And the size of the slice represents how much time you dedicate to a particular life domain. And you can draw two circles. You can draw a circle that represents your current life, the way it is right now, as well as your ideal life. What you would love your life to look like? How much time would you love to dedicate to each life domain? And then you can look at those circles and reflect and brainstorm around some discrepancies and some differences that you're seeing. For example, you will see that maybe you want to be spending more time in a particular life domain, or you want to be spending less time in a particular life domain. And 
this will give you food for thought and ideas what you can do today to make some improvement. I want you to really be careful here because the point of this exercise is definitely not to make you feel hopeless that your ideal state is not achievable. The point is to promote self-reflection and self-discovery and get your mind going around, huh, what can I do today to maybe make these pictures closer just a tiny bit? You don't want to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, I have to make it perfect in just one step, in just one attempt. That's not the point. But what can you do to maybe bring these pictures closer just a tiny, tiny bit? And if you think about it, you will definitely come up with some thoughts, some ideas, maybe some new activities, some new habits that you can start implementing that will eventually take you to that ideal state. For example, maybe you have a hobby and you love this hobby and you have a dream that at some point you want to turn this hobby into your business. But right now you have a corporate job and so you tell yourself, yeah, it's never going to happen. I'm never going to be able to dedicate amount of time to my hobby needed to turn it into my business. And if you think about it this way, you will likely never even take the first step, right? So how can we get out of this trap? What you can tell yourself instead is, okay, can I maybe dedicate one hour per week to my hobby? Where can I find that one hour? Where can I take it from? Maybe I can spend less time scrolling on social media. Just come up with something like one hour per week. It should be realistic, right? And then implement this and start doing this. And next month, in four weeks from now, come back to this and ask yourself, okay, now that I'm doing this one hour a week, can I make it two hours a week? Or can I make it an hour every day? And then gradually expand on that. Instead of trying to go from nothing to all in just one step, which will feel intimidating and it is actually impossible, take it step by step, take it gradually. And then within several months, you will see that you are actually already allocating so much time to your hobby. And now you can take it to the next level and you can maybe open the shop. If your hobby is painting, then by now you have already painted probably a full collection. So now you can open up the online store and start selling those paintings. And if you started thinking about it six months ago from how am I going to open that store, you would have likely never done it. So this is the way to do it. But also another important thing to remember is that it's not only about how much time you dedicate to a particular live domain, but what it gives you. It's about level of satisfaction with this particular area of your life. Because what you might also realize is even though you might want to be spending more time on something, but your level of satisfaction with a particular area of life is already pretty high. And maybe you're okay with that for now. Maybe you want to focus on some other areas where your level of satisfaction is lower. So when you complete that Wheel of Life exercise, what else you can do is for each life domain, mark your level of satisfaction right now, the way it is right now, from 1 to 10. One being completely dissatisfied and then 10 being fully satisfied. And again, don't feel discouraged if you see some twos or threes or even ones. Don't feel discouraged if you don't see any tens. Don't think that your ultimate goal is going to be to bring everything to be a 10 because that's not the goal. The goal 
is to help you start thinking about it, help you start seeing the big picture so that you can then analyze and make educated decision, intentional decision on what you're going to be focusing on, what needs most attention now, and take into consideration both the amount of time you currently spend in each live domain, the amount of time you want to be spending in each live domain, and your level of satisfaction in each live domain. And there might be some interesting insights that you come up with potentially as you brainstorm around this exercise. I remember when I did this for the first time, because I have my corporate job and I have my business, in my current state, I had pie slices for both my job and my business. And of course, my ideal state is working fully on my business and not having my job anymore. So I was thinking that, okay, I want to get rid of having that slice of my job. But then it made me realize that in a way, my job is what allowed for my business to even happen because I get paid and so I'm able to invest in my business. If I didn't have my job to begin with, I wouldn't have had money to bootstrap my business. So it actually helped me realize the importance of having my job and potentially even keeping my job a bit longer, longer than I would probably expect to keep it because of this important aspect. I value my job now more after this realization because I know that it is, besides other things, what has helped my business to expand to where it is right now. So be open-minded, be honest with yourself and don't judge yourself regardless of what you see. This exercise will only work if you are honest with yourself, if you are open-minded, if you are willing to learn something about yourself, and if you are willing to take this not as a way to blame yourself for anything, but as a way to improve. See all these findings, all these discoveries as a range of opportunities to improve, to grow, to make something better, to make your life better. And if you approach it from this angle, then you will see an endless range of possibilities around yourself. And if you need any help with this exercise, if you need any support on how to analyze the results and what to do with the results, then feel free to join us inside Bravery 10X because every week we get together with all the members and we discuss what our priorities should be for this week, for this month, depending on where we are with our life maps. So come join us if you need any help or any support or just simply send me a DM. Well, I hope this episode has been helpful for you and I hope you learned something new. Next week, we're going to talk about personal values, what they are, why they are important, and most importantly, how you can actually discover what your personal values are and how you can apply them and how can you have them manifest in your life. And until then, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.